Welcome everybody to the Magic Beans Podcast. We are back again for episode number 92. I'm your host tonight and my name is Shorty and I've got a couple of beans on the line with me. So tonight we have Stu. How's it going mate? Hey good, how you doing? Pretty good and seeing as this is a week where we've got a ton of new things and announcements and that sort of stuff to talk about, we've got our uh, old faithful announcement reader in Cracker. How's it going mate? Very well. I have been practicing and I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, this uh, this episode's going to be literally just you talking nonstop. It's almost like a solo episode, like we got yeah. some chewy. I, I last appreciate week. the uh, the introduction and uh, <laughs> Stu can do right, we'll the, uh, the, the ad and uh, <laughs> and I'll take it from here. <laughs> uh, yes, we have a lot. Uh, a, a lot is an understatement yeah. for how much we have to talk about tonight. It's uh, the show notes is literally just one topic, which is the magic showcase. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be the biggest. 50. It has to be the biggest info dump we've ever gotten. It's just basically here's this slab, and I still haven't gotten time. through all of it. So I'm going to be seeing things tonight while we go through for the first time. I'm excited. Yep. Me too. <laughs> we just looked at it quickly before. I was like, oh, what's that product? Okay. No worries. So, yeah, lots lots to talk about. We will get into that. But, yeah, Cracker, as you said, we do need to shout out our sponsors and we'll give Stu those duties tonight. So, Stu, tell everyone about Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. I will tell everyone about Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. They are a Facebook auction site and they look after us so that we can look after you. They give us all the prize support for our leagues and our one-day events and... They're just awesome. So they sell Magic cards Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day, 24 hours, round the clock. They have a full-time auctioneer. Get across there, place some bids, get some wins, and when you win, tell them the bean sent you. Very good. So, yep, Magic 24-7. That's, I think that's what Pat does. Or He's up in the middle of the night shipping he out your not cards. Stop. And <laughs> would not be surprised with that, man. But, uh, yeah. Lots to get into tonight, so let's get straight into it. So this week, earlier on this week, a couple of days ago from when we were recording this, there was something called the Magic Showcase, and Wizards announced this uh, maybe like three or four weeks ago that uh, there was going to be a stream, uh, I think like Mark Rosewater was on there for for a fair bit of it, and, and a few other people, and they were basically showcasing what's coming up in Magic for kind of the next year and and a bit bit more as well like uh, yeah as Stu said they dumped a whole bunch of stuff on us and yeah we're just going to we're going to kind of go through the article i mean you can read this yourself but we're going to we're going to run through it have a bit of a chat about it and you know give our thoughts and opinions so give we've us, got give, everything give you some hot takes yeah with everything ranging from secret layers to new sets to a magic tv series and Fortnite. Universes beyond. So <laughs> everything. So Cracker, you can yeah. uh, you can take us away. Where, right. where do we want to start on this? Let's get, go I guess we just the... scroll down the screen. <laughs> scroll down. Uh, secret layers, right? Yep. We're about due for a bunch more secret layers. So we've got another super drop coming. Uh, the super drops are the ones where they do multiple releases at once. So instead of one at a time, they've done these a bunch of times now. You, you should be familiar with them or not if you don't pay attention to the secret layers. This one's interesting. We've got some Kamigawa cards, which we'll come to about Kamigawa in a minute. But these are some really pretty like watercolor kind of Kamigawa for- ink, it's called. Yeah, they, they, look, right. they look awesome. They're, they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a little disappointed that the Kami of the Crescent Moon 
isn't quite showing as much crack as he does in the original art, but you know, that's, <laughs> that's fine. I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> if you've never looked at that, he's he is literally a Kami who is mooning you. It's uh, it's it's pretty hilarious. Polly Waffles sent me a picture a little while back of the. You remember the 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 larger fellow with the beard who went around yes. at a GP and did the you yes, know the yep. hands, the praying symbol around all the cracks. There's actually a meme of it. With him on that card as well, and yeah. it's fantastic. <laughs> I've just looked it up. Yeah, it's just butt crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, very nice. Then we've got Teferi's time trouble. So, what do you boys think of these ones? It's Dak Faden, Khan the Great Creator, and Teferi Time Raveler, and they are old border with OG like alpha text <laughs> on planeswalkers. So, over explaining rules text <laughs> with yeah. So you thought that. Planeswalkers were complicated and difficult to grok before. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. reading one of these things back in the day? It's just like paragraphs of text rather than nice, yeah. clean plus minus <laughs> abilities. So tracking this thing would be a nightmare. But I do like that it says if whoever the planeswalker is has no loyalty, he abandons you. <laughs> he abandons you. <laughs> <laughs> And it kind of makes sense when you think about it, like loyalty counters, that sort of stuff. They've got no more loyalty, so they disappear. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, let's just stab me in the heart and abandon me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, they don't die, but Dak did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> too soon. Well, too 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Look, I, I, I actually, think- I do, I, sorry, I was, I was going to say, I don't like these. <laughs> the, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for old borders. I really like a lot of the old borders, but the old gold borders, I hate. <laughs> they just look horrible. Yeah, I was just going to say, they don't, they're not doing a lot for me, but we'll get a play set of those Teferis for you, Cracker. What do you think? I mean, I, like I said, and I'm, I'm fine with it. I'll sell them on eBay, man. I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> as long as I'm not paying for them. That's it. Yeah. yeah I, I don't like that particular multicolor gold frame either the car one looks kind of cool i appreciate what they're trying to do with them though i think i, I do too I and think it's cool know. but not for me correct and that's fine i i'm okay with that no no you have to get outraged because Mate, they're not exactly I'm, what I you just, wanted i'm too old and tired for that now. <laughs> seriously <laughs> admittedly i was doom scrolling uh, magic twitter yesterday like, when this I, announcement I have, came yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> me too and like doom scrolling is the right word did you know that magic is in fact on fire and is going horribly and anyway there's an artist series we've seen a couple of these before this is for yep. johannes voss these are fantastic and man these are pretty carpet of flowers is a real nice card yeah, and that is nice. a beautiful artwork um, and then Comic Guide, Sphere of Safety, and Sanctum Prelate. So some interesting choices, you know, then I don't know kind of what the theme is. I guess maybe they're, they're arts that he's done before. But anyway, they are really nice looking. But have you have you read the uh, the flavor text on the four of them? It's a, it's a poem. Oh, I see. It's Whispered Memories. Okay. Yeah, okay. D- does it mean I have to read it now? Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> read it out. It's, okay, so it's got like a little... Angel, girl, and a guy in the Sanctum Prelate art. And it says, Whispered Memories by Johannes Voss. Winds through silent bloom. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you do, you do, you're doing it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No. So, the cover of flowers is wind through silent bloom. Uh, then Sphere of Safety is brushing her hair, brushing hair against your face. And just one moment more. So, it's kind of a love story across four cards, I guess, between yeah. a cleric go. and an angel. And it's- because they're present in the last each card. One, yeah. They are, but it's it's an angel spirit, which means that she died. Correct. Mm. Anyway. No, that's that's cool. That they've, you know, 
let them kind of do the flavor text and a poem by the artist as well. So nicely what nice done. Another one for Thomas Baxter. These ones not so pretty, but <laughs> very different art style. Very, 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 <laughs> very contrasting to the previous yes. set, but they still look great. I mean, they're also very cool cards. So uh Obnixilus Reignited, uh Sliver Hive Lord, Sire of Insanity, and Spellskite. And Sire of Insanity is great. <laughs> That is a fun reanimation target, just yeah. in case anyone was wondering. Yeah. At the beginning of each upkeep, each end step, each player discards their hand. Beautiful. <laughs> so nasty. Good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not done. My goodness. Math is for blockers. Brazen Borrower, Vindictive Lich, Meandering Tower Shell, Oren, Frostfang, and Thragtust. Uh, why? I don't get the- <laughs> No, I don't, I don't really- Get it either, but anyway. there's, there's three green cards, black card, and blue card, and I don't see any any link between them. No, other than you know, being I mean, meander so, and tower shell being a five nine or a no, two well, it's got, six. I guess they've all like, got they've all got flavor the text that is related to no, frozen borrower doesn't have any no, frozen borrower doesn't have flavor text. It's, but we've got well, I guess it's, it's essence. They, it's essence divided into three cards, uh, three curses. The weight is proportional to the weight. Two different types of weight there. Even the smallest drop of its deadly venom will subtract decades from your lifespan. And for a crash course, in addition, hunt a single thrag task. I don't know what that has to do with. Okay, I, I think <laughs> combining I, I get, these cards I get together. The thing, right? <laughs> well, you so, five no, no, no. It's it's more about so like brazen borrower is flying and can't block. So you might as well just always attack with it, right? Or it can't block creatures. You can only block creatures flying. The, the meandering tomb shell's got island walk. The Oran vibe, Frostfang gives cre- attacking creatures death touch. Thrag Tusk you don't really want to trade with because your thing will die and then they get a 3-3. Three, three. And the Vindictive Lich has got a bunch of modes when it dies. So I guess they're just saying you should swing with them. But it's, yeah, anyway. Mathis for blockers is a red thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would <was> yes. <laughs> There's not one red card here. <laughs> There's no red cards, no. Correct. And then you can get them as like bundles of foil and non-foil and... All of the different options. There's there's many many secret layers, as there always is, and there's more to come in this announcement. We will. Yeah, <laughs> we'll that's just the upcoming <laughs> super drop. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming out pretty soon, I believe. September yeah. August twenty fourth to September fourteenth. So that's right. so they're available on sale now. now. There you go. So if you want them, go and get them. But yeah, those Kamigawa ink ones, they they look very cool. I do yeah, like they that. do. Easily they're my favourite of this style. drop. Very yep. nice. And the um the set of four. I really like the carpet of flowers. That's um yeah. looks yeah. really nice. Yep. Nice. Okay. Next thing, scrolling down the page. Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Uh, there's actually not a lot of information here. Uh September second we will start to get previews uh on the official channel. And then we know that the second set, because they're doing it do you know why they're doing this shorty? They're doing it as like a split set. So they've got Innistrad. Doing it Crimson to make there. more money, cracker. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. Just just so long as we're clear. Because <laughs> they moved away from like blocks and joint sets and things like that, but they've... They did say when they went to the single set thing that they were doing it so that they could just do single sets if they wanted. They didn't mm-hmm. want to feel tied to doing blocks, sure. but they could do multiple sets in a row that are continuing a story or are set in the same plane That's true, or whatever because they did that, didn't so they? They did like they gave three themselves the in a row. They're like, we're not yeah. doing blocks, and then they did like... Yeah, well, they did War of the Spark and Guilds, yeah. of, Guilds of Ravnica and all yep. that sort of stuff, and that was all sort of continuing a storyline. And yeah, so it's it's fine. I got no issue with it. The thing that's annoying is just that 
when we would normally have one set later this year, we've got two sets, and that hmm. messes me up for organising our leagues. Rude. Yeah, Come on, so rude. Rude. Yeah, Here we so are, yeah the sec- sec- second set is Innistrad Crimson Vow, which we knew, but w- what we've been told now is that it is a vampire wedding to die for, and it's Olivia Voldaren, I believe, mm-hmm. that's going to be is. getting married to an unknown vampire. Uh, I don't think we, we know just who that is yet. You don't think she's going to marry Sauron? Uh, maybe. I guess she could, if uh, if she wanted. And Nihiri will crash and try and kill everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. Because <laughs> she hates Sorry. Yep. Um, but they did give us the actual like arena release dates and that sort of thing for these two sets, which uh, we didn't actually have yet. So that's, that's now allowed me the last uh, couple of days. I've been working out dates for our upcoming leagues and events. So stay tuned for those uh, those announcements coming up soon. Mm. Yep. So next thing we've got, I mean, Stu, did you have anything you want to say about Innistrad? Did you, we, you started playing about then again, didn't you? You played I... in... Yeah, well, I was playing in the in the Zendikar block. That's when I started, yep. and then I think Innistrad was after that. Is that right? But I think I'd stopped mm, by then. So no, I mean, were you were you playing again with the Shadows of Innistrad block? Is that when no, you came no, back? I wasn't playing then. No, you were after that. Okay, I was okay. after that. I was back when Amonkhet and all that were just about to rotate out. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've talked about Innistrad a lot. It's obviously very popular. Yeah, we'll talk about it a lot more once the uh, once, once we, we actually get more yeah. previews. We, we got plenty more to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, <laughs> in store. So there's a uh, game store promos, right? Store championships and things. Uh, so they are like judge promos. You'll see them with a little star, so you can get an Arbor Elf, Collected Company, and Worm Coil Engine. Um, yep. Yeah, I think I think this cool. sort of the thing to talk about there is that wizards are actually allowing stores to run these events again, and with yeah, the that's true. with the with the pandemic, wizards literally said nope, everything's shut down. Like there's no there was no FNMs, there's nothing. You're not, not allowed to run any sanctioned events effectively. Mm-hmm. And now wizards are coming back saying, okay, yep, now we can have store championships, which have been around for quite a while. Usually, you know, you get these promos, but you also get a, a play mat that says that you're the store champion, which is pretty cool. Uh, apparently. I've heard or read somewhere. Yeah, there it is. The the winner and top eight promos awarded at WPN Premium Stores will have the store name printed on them. So these oh. cards will actually have the oh, store cool. name where you where you won them, which is yeah, which is pretty cool. So hmm. you, know, you could you can buy them online from some stores overseas and <laughs> things like that. But yeah, nice, yeah, in, interesting. But yeah, I get like. From what I've heard, and again from doom scrolling Twitter, that sort of thing, like a, a lot of people were <laughs> listening to these announcements, going, "Okay, what about the rest of organised play?" And yeah, yeah Wizards is basically like, yeah, you know that we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and we're not going to be organising any sort of major tournament structures when we have no idea what the world's going to look like in the near future. Yep. So, and but this these is this coming is to a play start. from December as well. Is worth noting yep. there. December four and five is the first one, so still a little ways off yet. Uh, they did also announce uh, something called Commander Party, which is running at the end of October, Commander Party Weekend. Uh, we got no no details on that yet, though, but uh, people like Commander, so I'm assuming it'll just be stores running a bunch of Commander over a weekend with, uh, with promos, so keep an eye out for that. And then, yeah, store championships December 4th to 5th. So I think there's only one thing that's more popular than Commander, and that is Pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's behind here? Very good. <laughs> hey, you like that one, Stu? Uh, do you want to tell us about these ones, man? What, what have we got? Yeah, so they're giving us Pioneer Challenger decks. Now, for those who don't know or haven't heard 
Previously, we, we get standard Challenger decks where they take what are apparently some of the better archetypes and then give us a suboptimal deck to play with. The idea being that they are ready to go out of the, out of the box. So you can go, go to your Magic or your local game store and grab a box and be ready to play. So Pioneer decks now, which I honestly had forgotten that Pioneer was even a format. As, as had most people. Yeah, but but I guess what 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 wizards are going for here is, hey, Pioneer is a format, and maybe if we release these decks, we'll get people interested again. Mm. And you know, following on from because it's um you know it's it's not on Arena is I Pioneer can be played on Moto, yeah, yes, yeah, can. Yep. yep, right. But most people That's don't the play only that. Other than played, man. other than like Magic Boomers, like Chewie, no one else really uses it. So yeah, in store, I, I guess now that they're introducing these store championships as well and trying to get more organized play going back in physical in the physical realm they seem like a great idea if a little bit left field at the moment but uh yeah so four decks as they often do with challenger decks they're giving us a azoria spirits which is blue white spirits uh lotus field combo i honestly don't know that deck uh mono red burn and an orzov auras so yeah, yeah. They, it's interesting so they're all they're all decks that definitely do get played in yep. in Pioneer. Or I, if, I'll if take your word for it because playing. I don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about it before the cast. Like if you if you actually look at the deck list, the the value is not bad. They don't have prices on these, but normally they're like twenty or thirty bucks, which is yeah. not much. And like you, some of these you, you're getting quite a lot of value. Like the especially we we're saying the mono red one, you get four Bowmat Couriers, four Soulscar Mage, four Bone Crusher Giants. So like that's a bunch of bunch of good cards um like in the alls of Auras, you get four srams and four concealed courtyards so yeah there's a bunch of good stuff in there and they're usually yeah they're not super competitive but they're good enough that if you were to go oh my my local store's running pioneer you know a casual event or an fnm or something like that i can just pick one of these decks up whack them in some sleeves and away i go and then i can sort of build from there and and tune it to make it a bit more competitive so yeah this release seems to me like around about this time of the year was when we were meant to be getting pioneer masters on arena and it seems like this was probably designed to be to coincide with that yeah that and makes sense that makes, it does make pioneer sense. masters got pushed back out so uh yeah who, who knows uh, i was telling the guys before the cast that i've got a bit of a tinfoil hat theory that i think like they're they're still planning on bringing pioneer to arena and i think maybe the plan will be that historic becomes the arena version of modern that's super powerful that uh, you know, has all these crazy cards that get printed into it, and then Pioneer becomes that in-between format that that's where your old standard decks go. Because at the moment, Historic, once your your deck rotates out of standard, which we're going to see soon, you're not playing it in Historic. It's just not powerful enough. There's there's too many broken things going on in, in there. So a format like Pioneer bridges that gap because it's it's literally just uh, like rotated standard cards. They're not printing cards directly into Pioneer. So maybe we'll see that. Uh, Next year, sometimes who who knows? Uh, yeah, what's the yeah. what's the next thing we've got? Commander product. Just Can before we move product? on, yes. sorry, just before no, we move go, on, go. we were talking about value. I just punched into Goldfish, and each deck's got uh, between eighty and ninety dollars US value. So pretty oh, good, wow. pretty good, yeah, really. Good. Yeah, yeah. If it's like twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, it's tricky because Wizards obviously stopped setting MSRP. Mm, yeah, that's like right. 12, 18 months ago, maybe a bit longer. 
So they'll go for what they were. I remember there was the um, standard Challenger deck that had two of those Chandra, four mana Chandras in it. And yep. they were like 30 bucks, but the Chandras were like 30 bucks each anyway. So people were just going to their game stores, buying two of them for $60, literally pulling out the Chandras and getting rid of the rest of the cards. Cause yeah, yeah. like it was just, you could just sell the rest for, for whatever. And it didn't matter. Like you'd literally just turn around and sell them back to the shop. Yeah. I bought, uh, I bought a set of four of them a couple of years ago, standard ones as well, because they, mm-hmm. yeah, they were pretty good value. And I got them at a good price when I bought the, the set of four, like pre-ordered them or whatever. And, and yeah, it was definitely worthwhile doing that. So keep an eye on it. If you're looking at getting into more paper, these come out on October the 15th. So The, the other thing that's, that's really that's good like about these is they away. tend to be pretty closely balanced. There's always one that's better than the rest. Yeah. But they're kind <laughs> of <I> nice. <laughs> yeah, probably. But they're, they're kind of nice to just have a thing as like, oh, I just want to, like sit down and play with someone who maybe hasn't played a lot or you don't know what you want to do or you've got standard and your mate's got modern or, or whatever. And, and so you can actually just kind of have these as a thing to play against each other without any changes. And it's it's kind of nice to just kind of almost like board game-esque, just have yeah, something ready to go. And you can, you know, try different types and you know, all that kind of stuff without worrying about it being your, you know, forward out fancy thing or whatever. Yep. Uh, that next product there, Stu, we've got the Commander Collection Black. Yeah, so this is we've had the red, blue, and green. Oh no, these are commander collections. This yeah. is a different one entirely. We've had the I'm green thinking, one. I'm thinking of the spell box. We've one, had the yeah. green one. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, now now we've got the black one, which has been announced, and it includes toxic deluge and a Phyrexian arena. Mm-hmm. There's Ophir more. Manta. Yep. Here cool. we are. Ghoul cool, cool. Giza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giza. <laughs> Guys, are, oh, I don't know. You guys know these cards better than <laughs> I knows? do, but I just, I just wanted to say Giza. Um, <laughs> Cracker's favourite card, or one of, Reanimates. Correct. Uh, I, I love the, in the, the green one, the, the green version of the Soul Ring, and now this black version of Soul Ring. Soul Ring. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to get them just for the Soul Rings. Uh, Command Tower and uh, Liliana Heretical, Heretic, Heretical Healer. Mm-hmm. And, and a snake the, token. The flip, These look great. It's the flip Liliana. Oh, yes, the flip Liliana. So the other side, she's a Liliana Defiant Necromancer. Yep. Nice. I like it. Yeah, this yeah, is cool. Yeah, just some commander commander sort of semi-staples with cool art. So, yeah, if you're, if you're a commander player and you like that sort of thing, then get into it. And the a really cool looks set really symbol. Cool too. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, the set symbol looks great as well. They're, these are a cool idea. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the, the next ones are like as well because... Like I said, that soul ring in green and in black, one mm-hmm. of each color would just be awesome. Yeah, they're yep. very cool. And so then- that's coming out when doesn't actually say. Don't know. Soon, coming soon. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Always coming soon. All right, cracker. What yep. is this next thing that I had not seen? <laughs> I was kind of hoping you wouldn't ask. It's called Innistrad <laughs> Double Feature, and they've made it look like an old school horror movie thing. So they, it, we, we were speculating because you know. There's not a lot of information here. It's literally a few lines, but it's probably like a remastered set where you can draft from both Innistrad Midnight Hunt and Innistrad Crimson Vow. So one of the things that you used to do with uh, the old blocks was you would have like a big block to start with and then usually two small blocks afterwards. And so initially you would draft like three of the main block and then you would do like two of the main block and one of the other block and then, you know, like one of one and one and instead of messing about making people have, you know, boosters from both sets, it seems like they're probably just going to let you, you know, get the best bits of both and, and draft them as a standalone random draft set. 
Which is pretty cool, actually. That I, is cool. I reckon that'll be awesome. And, and one thing it says here is that, yeah, it's combined into one unique draft experience featuring special art treatment on every card. So I'm wondering, like this, I'm tipping this set's probably going to be worth a bit because you, you're basically going to be taking most of the good cards out of the two sets, combining them all into one set, giving them all special art. What if like, it's all of the garbage cards from both sets? That it very well could be, but that's not usually how it works. I mean, have you met <laughs> and, and how much they like to uh, take money? And if yes. all they do is print the commons and uncommons that yes, no one cares about. Yes, but if they were an alternate version that's of true. the garbage cards. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so another another interesting point here is that exclusively to local game stores in early 2022. So yep. it sounds like, well, I mean, exclusive to game stores means paper only. You can't get it on yeah, that's, Arena. That's how it reads. Yep. Wow. It's been a minute mm. since they've done something like that. Normally, oh, but I thought physical arena. magic cards were dead. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's no, why I spent, quite like that. We spent 25 minutes talking about physical magic cards, yeah, but it's, it's definitely dead. No one yep. wants them. No, I, quite, <laughs> I quite like this idea. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how they how they do it, if they do a good job of it, because I reckon we'll see a bit more of this uh, in the future if it uh, if it's successful. And I hope that Polywaffles puts in a nice order of these and we can yes, draft some of these together. That'd be quite nice. It, it, it will be good. Uh, one of the things they'll, they'll focus on, because... We've said it before, OG in Australia is considered one of the best draft sets ever. I, I imagine if they've gone to all the effort of making a specific double feature draft only set that they will have spent a fair bit of time tuning it and getting it right. So I reckon it'll be a sick draft experience and yep. probably at the cost of like Modern Masters or Eternal Masters or one of those kinds of things. I'm okay with that. If it's cool, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's not you the sort know? of thing you draft 15 times, but- yeah, you know, maybe you get a box between your mates and you get one draft in, and that's pretty good. Nice. So, Shorty, the, yep. the big crux of, of this announcement is outlining Magic 2022. So, like you said, we knew about the next two Innistrad sets coming up, but that was it. We were in the dark as to what was coming up. So, so sort of. Well, we. We didn't. Well, we didn't know the names of any of the sets. There right? was nothing we, we official, did, right? You, yeah. So the, we've got the names of the the upcoming sets, and the first one was already spoiled. N- okay. Not like people did some weird hacking in the background. Yeah, and yeah. Found, okay. we'll, you we'll know, pretend that that names being registered and things like. And and turns out they were right. But uh, yeah. So we've got Kamigawa Neon Destiny as the first set for next year. Then uh, Streets of New. Capina? Capina? Capina. I don't know how you say that yeah. one. Uh, then we're heading back to Dominaria, one of the most popular planes of, uh, of all time in uh, in Magic, just because they spent so much time in Dominaria to start with. And then the Brothers' War, which is the this battle between... Me. Who is it? It's Mishra and... And Urza. Urza. Yeah, and Urza. And I believe like that's set in Dominaria as well. And, and if Isn't, you look it at... Is. If you look at the font of the two sets of that, it's the same same font. So I'm assuming those two sets will be sort of semi-linked as well, kind of like what we've had with the two Innistrad sets. Uh, but yeah, that's apparently that's going back. Oh, we'll, we'll sort of touch on each set as we go through it. But yeah, that's a, it's a story that hasn't been told, so it's going to be very interesting. So Kamigawa Dynasty, Neon Dynasty is set 2,000 years in the future from the original Kamigawa set. So wow. original Kamigawa, uh, that sort of came out, or well, it was in standard when I sort of first got into competitive magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an interesting set, had some, some really cool... I loved it. 
art styles and, and direction and that sort of stuff, like, you know, samurais and skaven, basically, like rat creatures and, and all that sort of stuff was, uh, was really cool. And, and I really liked it, but it had, I don't think it was a very popular set. I think it, it had some very powerful cards, but most of the set was not that well received. Uh, that's where we saw the original dragons, like the um, Kakusho and Yose and, and those sorts of cards, which when I pay, played my first competitive tournaments, it was like, what do you mean that card does that? You Hang on, you're going to sacrifice it and I'm going to lose five and you're going to gain five and then you're going to reanimate it and I'm going to lose another five and you're going to gain another. What are you talking about? It, it was, yeah, it was an eye-opening experience for me, but... I, I quite liked Kamigawa, and this one, yeah, two two thousand years in the future. So this is the That's first cool. futuristic set that we're going to see, and it is very much samurai cyberpunk, uh, which I'm currently playing cyberpunk. Uh, I've always been a big fan. Played cyberpunk roleplay, and you and I, Cracker, we tried playing the Ascent, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is another cyberpunk style game a couple of weeks ago. That that didn't last very well. No, but yeah, quite, quite a big fan of that style. So I'm really keen on that one. What what do yeah, you guys think? I'm in the same boat. I have also been playing Cyberpunk, and by playing, I mean three hours since release. I'll get there eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Even I've played more than that, Stu. Come on. (laughs) It's one of those games that you can't really play with the kids around. No, you definitely can't. (laughs) Generally, when I've got the time to do it, I'm sleeping on the couch, so it just doesn't get played. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Yeah, what do you think? It's something I'm keen on, and I, I obviously didn't play Magic when the original Kamigawa was out, but looking at the cards since there's some really cool stuff in there and I've always sort of you know felt bad that I didn't get to play it when it was current so being able to revisit it now or next year is uh yeah quite exciting for me I I'm super super excited so I started playing right at this block this is right when I I first picked up magic uh so I was playing in like the end of eighth edition and then into Kamigawa and I'm pretty sure like the first or second set of cards I ever bought were Kamigawa. So I I built uh, like a blue-green snake tribal deck based around like all the Kamigawa legends and stuff. And I, I just have a lot of fond memories of like just sitting around playing casual games with like all my mates and learning how the game worked in this block. So I, I have a lot of nostalgia for it. And one thing that I drives me nuts about fantasy. Like I, I, I've read a lot of fantasy books. And one of the things that drives me insane about that is like, oh, it's 4,000 years from now. And or it's like 4,000 years in the past. And it was like medieval then and it's medieval now. It's like, how have you had no development of your society <laughs> in yeah. actual thousands of years? Like what is going on? You've got wizards and yeah, you just you you've never thought of like what, I wonder if we can like come up with something better than a bridge. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we've got a cart that's got wooden wheels and like, let's, let's see if, you know. So I love the fact that they've really pushed this. I know a lot of people are upset, whatever, I don't care. Um, this is awesome. And yeah, it's, you know, the art style looks sick. The art style in the original Kamigawa block was gorgeous. I really liked it. Like, uh, Admittedly, like Shorty said, it was an underpowered set for the time. It kind of led into the Mirrodin block, which was one of the most overpowered sets. It was after Mirrodin. It was after Mirrodin, wasn't it? Yeah, the, like yes, the, that's and, right. And was, that's that's kind of what hurt Kamigawa. Like yes. it had Mirrodin before it, which was super was powerful. And the then the, the next block after it was Ravnica, original Ravnica, which is yes. like one of the most popular sets ever or blocks ever mm-hmm. so it, it, it just kind of got wedged in a in a horrible spot and yeah probably wasn't as good as it should have been and sounds like yeah. everything that came yeah. after eldraine <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let's not kind, get into that tonight kind of but yeah i mean it had some really interesting mechanics and I, I thought it did like a really cool job of the feudal japanese system so yeah 
I'm I'm excited to see kind of what we can get. Let's bring back ninjutsu, shorty. I know mm. love ninjutsu yep. and some ninja of the deep hours. Yep. Yeah, sounds good. Let's go. Yeah, I, definitely. Some people are not happy with it, but of course, there's, there's I mean, whatever. It's a wizard announcement. So. Yeah, let's, yep. I, I'm I'm pumped for this whole thing. So let's just yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, uh, next set, new Streets of New Capina, Capina, however we're going to say that. We probably should have listened to someone else saying it to figure it out. Uh, so this is a city with spe- special significance to Elspeth. So, yeah, okay, cool. Built by angels, now run by three-color demon crime families. So Righto. I think we're going to see a lot of angels and demons and a bit of a gangster theme yeah especially with the name streets of new capina that yeah. has that sort of uh was it gangs of new york and that's it's of- it's like a mob setting yeah. in the like 20s like art deco kind yeah. of style yeah. it looks the, amazing the picture of the demon looks like he's wearing a pinstripe suit <laughs> i think that's ob nixless <laughs> it looks okay so, yeah nice. I, I think that's ob so yeah. uh yeah looks awesome uh yeah can't wait to see what the grixis demon Crime family, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if we're getting three colours, yep, we're getting uh, we're getting Grixis. So we, we better be. <laughs> yep, should be uh, should be pretty good. But uh, yeah, no real no real details beyond that. But looks looks pretty cool. We'll see where that one goes. Then yeah, back to Dominaria. So uh, yeah, heading heading back to there where uh, people are so excited, and uh, who knows what we'll see. I don't know what that art is depicting. Some weird sort of portal portal thing but it's dominaria united so who knows what that will mean uh but there's they're saying uh you'll be able to enjoy the original high fantasy magic setting again so that was something that was always that old school uh magic before they started branching off into new planes it was always that sort of high fantasy style classical fantasy thing so Plenty of people love that, and it's got so much nostalgia for a lot of people that have been playing the the game for a very long time. And the the last Dominaria set we went to had a really really good draft format, so I think people are that pretty excited to go really, back there. Well, I mean, it had a few really stupid cards, but it also it was a good set. Like overall, I, I really liked that that whole set and standard format. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yep, and then uh, yeah, the Brothers War. So. Yeah, the uh, it says here the law of Dominaria is uh, is much longer than uh, Magic's history, and we're returning to a pivotal story of Dominaria and Magic's history. What started as a feud between Urza and Mishra erupted into an all-out war that set into motion the future of the plane and multiverse itself. So, I, I actually, I mean, I've been playing Magic for a very long time, but I didn't even realise that Urza and Mishra were brothers. <laughs> so, I'm not <laughs> not exactly a law expert, but. Uh, I, you know, obviously we've seen Urza recently in uh, one of the Modern Masters or Modern Horizons sets and was mm-hmm. very powerful. At Chewie's house, he's, uh, the, the hairs on his, the back of his arms just started standing up on the back of his neck. Everything's tingling. It's like, somebody doesn't know something about magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly Urza. He's so old, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it says we're going to see a conflict with artifacts, giants, m- and mechs, uh, and beyond, and beyond. The Brothers' War. So, I mean, I know like Mishra's factory pumps out artifacts, and obviously Urza's got a whole bunch of stuff to do with artifacts. So, this I mean, could be a Urza, very, very artifact-heavy set. Urza made Khan, right? Yeah, well, and Khan makes constructs. Yep, and yeah, Urza so, also makes constructs. Yeah, yeah, constructs. yeah. I'm excited I'm, about this, boys. It, I'm excited. It should be, by all rights, stupidly OP. 
<laughs> yes, artifact right. set, yeah. Urza no, no, no. and Mishra. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. Like they, they, <laughs> in terms of like lore of magic and stuff, like Urza and Mishra are like the most OP planeswalkers, right? And like yep. they're, they're they're right up there. So I expect we'll see some busted cards. Yeah, I would think so. So That's this okay. will be the this will be the last set in the year. So this will be the rotation set. So is is one of these the core set? No, so they've said they're not actually doing no the core set next year. I mean, gotcha. the, the Dominaria set would be when the core set would normally come yeah, out. So we may see it. And, and they kind of did the same thing this year with, with the D&D set. It was replacement for a core set and it was, you know, toned down in power and that sort of thing. So we may see a Dominaria that is a little bit toned down in power. Yeah. But then we're kicking off a new standard format with the Brothers Wall that's, yeah, Urza, Mishra, and a whole bunch of artifacts. So we might be in for another Eldraine that's going to be in, in standard for two years, just destroying everybody. So who knows? But I'm uh, I'm very keen for all four of those sets. They sound awesome. And, yeah, a lot to a lot to look forward to. Some really cool settings next year. I think you guys are pretty excited too. Oh, yeah. They all sound yep. awesome. So how excited are you about Unfinity? Not. What's the what's the uh, what is Infinity Cracker? Infinity. <laughs> it's Unfinity. magic. It's space. It's retro futuristic fun meets space carnival. You must see to believe. It's um, it's the, it's next, the next unset. unset. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to tell you here. If if you like unsets, you'll probably really like this. It's got some wacky dart style. Apparently, there's like actual just dozens of like Easter eggs in the art for the upcoming cards and things. It's got like some weird bobblehead Ajani that I can see. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Look, some like people love, some people love the unsets. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't, I've never enjoyed them, but again, each to their own. For those that do love the unsets, they're giving us collector boosters as well. Ooh, okay. And they're it also, also the- says there, beautiful yeah. science fiction themed full art basics and shock lands. Mm. So that's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. They did, for memory, in the last unset, the basics were really nice. They're, in fact, yeah, all the basics they've traditionally are done. They've they've done, done, all the, done the, well. the original full art basics were in the original, like, unhinged, unglued, right? So, yeah. Well, that was, that was the only place you yeah. could get them until we went to Zendikar and then we had the- um, the Zendikar full arts, but yeah, it was the un- unhinged and unglued lands, and they were worth a lot. They like, still are, like a, a foil, yeah, no, they, yeah. foil unhinged islands, are like sixty bucks sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yep, fair fair bit in those. So, uh, yeah. so that's coming in the second quarter of next year. Yep, we've got another supplemental set. What's the next one, Cracker? The next one is called Dungeons and Dragons: Battle for Baldur's Gate Commander Legends. Ooh. So, yeah, another crossover. I mean, we. We obviously just and are in the middle of seeing this right now with the adventures in the Forgotten Realms, and I mean they're just going to lean into that IP some more because why not? It's, it's <laughs> doesn't, free doesn't IP. cost them anything, <laughs> <laughs> unlike some of the other ones we'll get to, which I'm sure yeah. we're not free. <laughs> yeah, Commander sets, cool. Like these will be fun. Yep, we've we've seen Commander Legends before. It put a bunch of Commander stuff into Commander format, and people seem to like it. Yep, yep. It's talking about you know iconic characters and flavorful spells from D&D and it'll be the um, Commander Legend etched foil legendary creatures. So, uh, yeah, we didn't actually ever draft that set. I really wanted to, but we, I opened a bunch of the product and it was a lot of fun to open. So, um, yeah, yeah. That was, it was one of those sets that 
Chris would just drop a box in front of us and we're all sitting around a table. It's just like, let's just open these. (laughs) It's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of things Uh, that are fun to open, Double Masters 2022. Oh, it's back. (laughs) Back. What does it say here? Everything fans loved about Double Masters. Two foil cards and two rare or mythic rare cards in each draft booster. They are a fun pack to crack. So the Double Masters were always reprint, reprints, weren't they? I think this one will be the same. More powerful reprints and yeah. a multicolor draft focus, okay? Ooh, yep. Third quarter of 2022. And I think you drafted two cards from the first yeah. pick of each pack, right? Yeah, or maybe I think so, two yeah. cards at a time. I don't know. It was yeah, it was confusing. Yeah. We never Again, drafted the first Double Masters, did. did we? No, well, we didn't. No. We're in the midst of lockdown, of course. Oh, like we are now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Rip. <laughs> uh, and then we've got another jumpstart set, but this time this will be a paper one. Uh, don't it doesn't say if it's coming to arena. So jumpstart twenty twenty two, fourth quarter of twenty twenty two, and it's tabletop. Doesn't say whether it's coming to arena or not, but it, it'll it be the same will. same right. thing. Yeah, I would assume so. They did it with the last one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would be very surprised if they decided to not put this on. It it was super popular. And Te- it's also- Technically, like, we haven't got the first one or the current one on Arena that's, yet. That's true. <laughs> but um, it's still a year away before this one. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're showing us what's coming in a long way in events. And that's why we don't have a lot of detail about this stuff, right? It's a, it's a very long way off. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of things that are a very, very long way off. <laughs> this is all you, man. I don't know anything about this stuff. All right, so we're back to the universes beyond. So we've we've spoken about this in the past. So this is Wizards where they're doing crossovers with uh, things that are not their IP, so not the, the D&D-related stuff. And uh, we've seen, like, The Walking Dead, uh, and then we had announced you know, there was going to be a uh, Stranger Things one, mm-hmm. um, and we'd already had a couple of these announced, but we've been given some more details. So we've got the, the Warhammer 40K one. Uh, which Chewie and I are, are super keen on. Uh, we've we've both played a, a, a bunch of Warhammer 40k over the years, and there's some really cool art in the the 40k style. So yeah, it'd be awesome to see what uh, what that looks like on on Magic cards. But so for the 40k one, they're doing four commander decks, uh, which will be interesting. So I guess you can you know, that you can just play straight up those commander decks in in your. Uh, in your commander group, if your friends are happy to play against Space Marines and those sorts of things, so yeah, we'll see see how that looks or how that goes. Uh, it says uh, new art, new cards, and powerful reprints, uh, all set in the world of Warhammer 40k. So it'll be interesting to see if they do that treatment where they uh, like the Godzilla cards, where they reprint cards but give them a new name that's associated with 40k. Who knows? Uh, but we'll we'll see what happens there. I, I quite like that one. So it'll be in 2022 at some point. The next one, Stu, I don't know if you're a, a fan of this I am. genre. Yeah. I am. Well, what's the next one, which we, we've already heard about, but we a have, little bit more details. The, yeah. The Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle-Earth. It's uh, arriving in 2023. Uh, Tales of Middle-Earth will bring an incredible depth of the world created by Tolkien to life with a full magic set release. So it's actually going to be coming to... Tabletop, Magic Online, and Arena, plus four Commander decks and a special Secret Lair drop or drops. So and this it'll is be huge. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. I it's mean, coming it's to modern. IP. It's, it's coming to modern and historic, which yeah. means Legacy, Vintage, and Commander as well. So it's just going to skip standard. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 
so they did say with these universes beyond stuff that they were never going to print them and make them standard legal. Mm-hmm. And they specified standard legal. And now they're printing a set and putting it straight into modern and historic, which I'm fine with. So I don't know if you, you guys are fine with that. I mean, it's no different to anything else they're currently doing. It's fine. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's, yep. a, it's actually a really good way to get powerful things into those formats, right? Without having to push them through standard. Yeah, and you yeah, know, like having a draftable modern set is always cool. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, be interesting. I mean they've been doing this for years now. Mm-hmm. Like we've had two modern masters sets and modern horizons, and um, oh, sorry, two modern horizon sets. We've had these jumpstart historic horizons, the previous jumpstart set. So they've they've already been printing yeah, stuff I mean, directly well, into modern into modern masters, historic. It's, man, it's been like six years, hasn't it? Because modern masters was like twenty fifteen was the first one. Yeah, it was the two modern master sets, and then there was modern horizons. And the, yes. the, the modern masters were just reprints, but the or maybe it was first 15. modern horizons was the um, the actual direct to modern yeah. set. But new yeah. cards, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be a full like I'm assuming like 260 cards sort of thing plus commander decks and that sort of stuff. So that's a lot, and and like you said, Cracker, there is a lot of IP in in Lord of the Rings, so oh, yeah, they can huge. really, really go off with this. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this one. I reckon this is going to be awesome. And, the yeah, see what they do with the, the characters that if you've ever watched or read any of the Lord of the Rings stuff that, uh, yeah, you probably know and love, so mm-hmm. bring it on. But, yeah, that's not coming till 2023, so that's a long way off. But I guess they only announced that they were doing it, what, like, a couple of months ago, yeah, and if they're doing ago. a if they're doing a full set, that means a full development cycle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can you can see why it's not coming till twenty twenty three. It's not just here's a handful of cards and let's just print them out like the the Walking Dead ones. So speaking of IPs that you absolutely love, Shorty, <laughs> I've I've seen you play this game. Yes, Fortnite. Game. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing a Fortnite secret lair. Two yep. Fortnite secret PUBG lairs. for grown-ups, Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> PUBG for grown-ups. Chewy, I'll put that Chewy's one in there for Chewy. He's, he's literally <laughs> screaming at, the, at his radio at the moment. Right. He's literally playing PUBG at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have, I have I've played Fortnite on occasion with, uh, with my son Dylan. We do a bit of streaming on that. Go and check us out. Gaming in the Hills. Look us up on Twitch. But uh, I have no idea about Fortnite. Uh, we just run around with like the the basic noob skins and see all these people in weird outfits. So, oh, I can I'm tell expecting you about some wacky cards. Yeah, yeah I, I can tell you all about it. Uh, 300 million active players, I think, is the thing you need to know about Fortnite. Yes, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, some some insane number. It's it's yeah, it's so clearly I, I just noticed. a monstrous monstrous game, and that's why they're doing it. And well, cool. Whatever. See, see, it's funny that because whilst doom scrolling Twitter earlier, mm. a lot of people seem to be questioning why they couldn't understand why there would be a cross between Magic and Fortnite. <laughs> I think Cracker just hit that nail on the head. <laughs> You're telling me it's a numbers game. It's called, it's called I, money. I'm shocked. Yeah. I I am shocked. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, they do say here. So it'd be two special secret layer drops consisting of reprints like you've never seen them before. So. Reprints, good. So I'm assuming we're getting that Godzilla treatment. So it'll be cards with, you know, the same names, that sort of thing. I was hoping with, we were going to get a walking alternate dead magic name. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm assuming the like you've never seen them before is just going to be the crazy art style that we're going to see from uh, from Fortnite because it's it's pretty out there for sure. 
And the next secret lair, who, who's played this game before? I think probably all of us. All yes. of us. Yeah. So, Cracker, what's, what's this next one? Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. So, it celebrates its 35th anniversary in 2022. And they wow. are joining in. <laughs> that but- makes you feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean- also celebrate my 35th anniversary in 2022. <laughs> oh, man. That also makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I've probably played the original, but not when it released. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, coming out next year. Cool. Secret Lair. It's got, was it, Chung Lee doing her crazy multi-kick attack thing. Yeah. M- multi-kicker is the perfect mechanic for Chun Lee, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> Very good. sure is. <laughs> yep. I mean, Street Fighter games are still like massively popular in yes, the fighting popular. community. Uh, awesome. Yep. So they will they they will actually be mechanically unique cards. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And so these ones are getting the uh, the Walking Dead get- treatment. Good, good, good. And you'll also be able to pick up uh, in universe versions in future releases, including as part of the list in set boosters. Yeah. So that was one of the things they announced. Cool. When they announced the universes beyond thing that uh, to to save the issues that they've had with the Walking Dead ones, now basically six months after these mechanically unique cards print, they will then print a magic version of them in something else uh, and put them on the list that comes in the set boosters so you can get them. Um, but they did specify that the original Walking Dead ones will not be getting that treatment. So, um, yeah, cool. I reckon this is awesome. And, and again, Street Fighter, huge community just another way to expand magic, so good on them. All right, so uh, we're running out of time. As, yeah. uh, as we said, we had a lot to go through. So, yeah, just a couple of things on standard. So, obviously, we've got uh, rotation coming up soon. We'll, we'll touch more on that on a, on a podcast before we actually hit rotation, which we'll have to do uh, pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jumpstart Historic Horizons. So, we got the big arena update this week. They changed a whole bunch of stuff on the back end, uh, which was designed to be improving things, uh, but obviously that comes with a bunch of bugs, uh, which is kind of to be in- expected with a with a major release. I mean, you get that in in just about any game when they do major updates. There's always bugs and little patches that need to be done. So we're currently in the middle of that. Uh, we were saying before the cast, none of us can actually open Arena on our phones, so that's not not ideal. Uh, but the Jumpstart Historic Horizons is coming probably by the it should be on Arena by the time. You actually listen to this podcast, so uh, yeah, good good thing to keep an eye out for. Uh, start, I think, Cracker, you're planning on streaming that maybe next week. I to, will, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, get, get a bunch of that. I'll be playing a ton of that to rack up some uh, some historic cards because that's kind of the only way to, <laughs> to get yeah, them. Yeah, I'll be throwing all my gold at it. Yep, got a bunch of gold uh, stocked up there. And uh, the last thing on this list here is Magic Comes to Netflix. How much do you guys know about this? Very uh, little. A, a little bit, actually. So yeah, go for a crack. This was something that was spoiled uh, 12 or 18 months ago. We, we knew that there was a Netflix had picked up the Magic IP uh, and that there was art for Chandra as the main character. And everyone was very excited about that. And there's been changes in the team that's actually doing it at Netflix. And now it's not Chandra, it's Gideon. Mm. So that's fine. You know, like these things happen, changes happen. I don't know about Gideon being a super interesting main character, but um, no, he's pretty bland. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because he's be- he's being voiced by Brandon Ralph, who Man, was who Superman in what 
in Superman. The, not, so not the most recent, like Justice League, um, Zack Snyder ones, but he was in the previous iteration. So what, Man of Steel, Stu was one of them. Yeah, I right. Think. Yeah. And then, then the one before that. So he's, you know, the, the more recent reboot, except not the most current one. So, and apparently he actually voices a couple of things on Arena already. I saw a little clip of him talking today for a couple of minutes. Uh, he, he's been playing Magic since he was like 16. So, he, he very much knows the universe, which is cool. So, he knows yeah, what's cool. going on. He's not I like- I think it's really important. Just, just a ring in. Yeah, I actually think it is in terms of like honoring us, right? The, the people who were in, invested in it. You, you want someone who actually cares about the IP and kind of exactly. knows who Gideon is and understands. So, I mean- he, he joked about the fact that I see why they chose me to do this role. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, Gideon basically is just the Superman yeah. version, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make for a very interesting story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like Superman. I think he's boring, but that's just yeah, a whole yeah, aside. I'm not a, not a huge fan of Superman, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, from what I've heard, it's going to be targeted not at like adults and older teens. I think it's going to be targeted at like, you know, 12 year old sort of thing like more like a kids cartoon sort of or that sort of in in between where it's not for under tens yeah some somewhere in there so sure. i mean generally a lot of those cartoons are still really good and still really enjoyable if they've got mm-hmm. a got a good storyline so who knows uh i think i believe previously it was the russo brothers that were meant to be yeah. involved in it but they're gone now so not not sure what's happened there but yeah, I mean, we're not going to see this. It, it says it's coming in 2022, so I'm assuming that's probably going to be the end of the, the, end of, the 2022. Yeah. says starring familiar, fresh, and reimagined characters in a whole new story. Yeah, Gideon's Gideon's story is not the most exciting thing. It's so Jace as well. I mean, the, maybe the, they've the reimagined initial him. story. Yeah, I mean, Kytheon was an interesting character, I think, yeah. as, as the street rat thing. But, I mean, we, we kind of explored that in Origins a little bit, but he, he just goes to being, I don't know, Gideon, that's fine. And look, he's a white planeswalker. I mean, it's white. So. <laughs> Next. But Jace, however, apparently Jace is going to be in it and uh, that'll be exciting. No, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> look, I, I will watch it. I hope it's good. Yeah. I hope it does well. Yep. Yeah, I hope I hope it's good and I can watch it with the kids and, and get them excited. But again, it's, yeah. it's the same as everything we've just talked about, like from all the other, you know, Street Fighter and Fortnite and all that sort of stuff. It's just expanding magic's reach yeah it's marketing boys yeah and the more magic expands the more money gets put into it the bigger better events and you know hopefully we can get (laughs) things into arena that we should have had three years ago and and that sort of stuff when they got more money to work with but it's all just in, in increasing the game which should in theory lead to bigger and better things for the people like us but and can i just say can i just say if you find yourself on twitter raging about these decisions that Wizards have made, that you are just getting so heated and you're firing up at everyone, maybe just shut it down. Just shut it down for a day. <laughs> just go for go a outside, walk outside. Go yeah. for a walk and, you know, look, the, the world's a crazy place right now. Just, I don't know, take take a load off. It's it's okay. It's okay for Magic to do something a little bit different. Yes, that's, it is. That's that's what I've got. <laughs> Take it all Very in. good. Wise, wise words from Stu. Well done. All right. So last thing I want to touch on is just our league. So we've managed to whittle our top 16 down to we now have our top eight. The last match got played, I think, oh, in the it? last half an hour. So Doc Hemsey has taken down our illustrious sponsor, Pat. Oh, wow. All right. We need to have a word with Hemsey. 
<laughs> Listen, mate, you've, you've already qualified. You've got a token from the man. Just, you yep. know, take one yep. for the team. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that leaves us with in the uh, winner's bracket. So have not lost a match yet in our double elimination. We've got Plunksy, Squid Play. So this is actually Plunksy's first finals appear. I think it, he's it is. may have made a finals before, but hasn't made it through to like the actual final stream. Uh, Squid Plays, who's been there before. Mm-hmm. Aragoth, been there before. Mm-hmm. Jay Mud, been there before. So winner's bracket is stacked full of really good players. Uh, and then down in the loser's bracket, so these are the people who've already lost once but have been winning their way through, so they've, they're going the hard way. We've got the AV Cable, seen him, seen him in plenty of finals before. Same with mm-hmm. Benny R. Doc Hemsey, reigning 2021 Invitational winner. And Jedi's Walker, so... Other than Plunksy, all of these people wow. have been in, in these has, finals before. I don't think Aragoth has. Uh, oh, actually, Maybe no, once? Right. No, Aragoth's, I, no, he's no, one, Aragoth, two of our historic... The, yeah, that's so where it is. Yeah, so they, they've um, yeah, they actually never made it through to a, a league final. I'm just looking at the, the details he sent me through. Um, yep. Oh, cool. So, that's all yeah. right. That's good. Yeah, so yeah. a couple of new faces. I mean, we already, is, know they, we already know both those players can play. They're, yes, so... I mean, Very to get to that so. point, you, you, you've definitely proved, proven that you can play. So, well done to everybody who's made it through. So, that will be uh, our final stream on Saturday, the 4th of September. So, that's next weekend. Uh, start time to be confirmed, probably around 11 o'clock. We'll uh, coming to time, you but, live but from we'll, our lounge rooms. Yes, we. I will be sitting at home pushing all the buttons. The guys will be all remotely streaming into me, and uh, I'll be crossing my fingers that everything works. Uh, we've had a few upgrades for the stream. Hopefully, uh, I haven't even previewed some of these things to the guys yet. They haven't seen them, but uh, should be pretty good. And uh, yeah, adding in a few extra controls for the uh, the people who are remote. So. Yeah, it's looking good. It's going to be a lot of fun. These streams are always a lot of fun. Plenty of awesome gameplay, and yeah, we'll be coming to you. We'll have giveaways, as we always do. I've got a uh, a pile of D&D collector's boosters still sitting in my cupboard from uh, Pat. So uh, yeah, put that in your diary and make sure you tune in and tell all your friends about it. And then uh, we'll probably announce on that stream the upcoming historic event and uh, the next league. So keep an eye out for that. So I think that's going to be it for tonight. Just, yeah, a whole bunch of random stuff to talk about. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, we will talk about the rotation, upcoming rotation. Uh, I think next week's episode will likely be a chat about the deck lists for our top eight players. So keep an eye out for that. You can get a, get a bit of an insight before the big event happens. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So if you do want to get in on our future events, then uh, come and join us in our Discord. The link for that is always in the show notes. So, yeah, just join us up in there. Awesome community, tons of stuff going on. Uh, There was actually some Commander games going on. That was Monday this week, I think. It was, yep. Yep. Uh, So a bit of Discord Commander going on, which is awesome to see from people all over the place. Some modern events running. Yeah, modern's running tomorrow night and then uh, all our events. So, yeah, awesome community to be in. Come and join us in there, and that's where you'll find out about all the events and things that we do. If you want to show us some support directly, you can buy some sweet Magic Beans gear from our merch store. Again, the link is in the show notes. You can go and show some support to our sponsors, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. Just go to jpmtgbazaar.com.au. That'll take you over to the Facebook group. You can join up and check out their daily auctions. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube. It's been a long episode. Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, all of those places. Just search for Magic Beans or Magic Beans Cast, and you'll find us on there. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Cracker, you are? At Joel Hill underscore. And Stu? 
at mstewie. Very good. So thank you as always for listening. Stay safe out there and we will see you all next time.